Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Another week of the Section 6 WrestleCast. I am your host, Matt Johnson. i got a few people to thank before we really get going today. Uh, first off, as you heard, we have a our own theme song now. I can't get flagged for copyright at all. I wanted to thank Kevin Bennett and his uh, his, his music mixing company, uh, 8th Ave Beats, for making it for us. Kevin, I appreciate it. Uh, he's done it for three other podcasts that I have, and he's come through clutch every single time. Uh, thank you, Kevin. And uh, also got to thank Tim Herman of armdrag.com. He's done such a good job of spotlighting us. Every time we have a new episode, he puts it out on the website. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much for, for giving us the attention that I can't say I've earned, can't say I deserve, but it's uh, it, I really, really appreciate it. It's helping me get the show you know, underway, people listening, and I've gotten a lot of good feedback mail from that. Um, I think that's about it as far as thank yous. I maybe can, maybe I'll remember a few more. Um, also just wanted to say, I guess on a side note, just thank you all the coaches who've been helping me, uh, with information to talk about on the show. It's very important. Um, I need, I absolutely need all the help I can get to make sure I get this information delegated out to you in podcast form. So thank you for your help. Um, DJ Gene Cole stepped up huge last week, and uh, Coach McCoy stepped up when finding out about Willie McDougald going to uh, this all-star dual meet in, I think, I forgot where it was at, um, Albany. That's right, that's right. Um, Albany, uh, where Willie went one-on-one on the day, so congratulations to him. And uh, as promised, we have a guest Two weeks in a row, and guy's a good friend of mine. I'm very proud of him for for everything he's done with wrestling. You know, going from high school wrestler, jumping right into coaching, and now he has his own team. Ladies and gentlemen, the head coach of Canisius Wrestling Team, David Wilcox. Dave, how are you, buddy? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you for having me, dude. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate this. No I I want to do more stuff like this, and and guys like you and Max can can really pave the way. Uh, for me to get more people out. So that's awesome. Uh, how is that coaching going so far? Uh, it's great. Um, completely different from being an assistant, for sure. Oh, I bet. I bet. It's like a full-time job. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> Very eye-opening. Good. Well, that's good. I'm glad uh, he did. Tell me tell me your process of getting it. Because obviously, uh, well, for those who don't know, uh, Dave was assisting at Lockport. For the last how many years? It's been a while. Uh, I left. I left the University of Buffalo in 2012, so it's been since then. Okay, so like well, about five six years. Yeah. So I've coached under uh, Joe Scapletti and uh, the new coach. Oh, it's Bill Morello. Bill Morello. That's right. I apologize. Um, so very good. Two great guys to learn from too, and to help you know culminate your own style but uh yeah tell me the process of how you got your head job your head coaching job um i had uh i had talked to uh bill morello uh, prior to the start of last season saying i will help him trying to mold the kids and get them started and everything and then i will be just trying to branch out um on my own so uh i got a i got a call saying that Canisius is open and they have been kind of down for years and anybody who knows that school knows that there's a 
a boatload of talent of athletic kids, whether it be from football to basketball to to anything. So um, I figured, um, why not? Why not? Why not branch out and try, you know, try something different? Yeah. Going from a public to a private. So um, it's been well so far. Um, School has been great on getting me everything I need. Um, the alumni, the donors have been great as well. Uh, also helping us with, uh, getting us anything we need as well. Oh, that's always important. Very important. So I get free and I get kind of free reign to do essentially what I need to do to, to make that program successful. So, you know, thank you to the, the Canisius high school and the athletics and the admissions department for, uh, for allowing me to give give an opportunity in this shot to bring Canisius up. Good. No, good. I'm rooting for you, bud. I really am. Appreciate it. Because um, it's huge. I mean, you get to – I one of my things that I always wanted to do was was head coach a team, just to have it and uh, and and see what I can do to, to boost, you know, boost them up and put together plans and just watch kids progress through the way I teach them and see if it, you know, it actually works. And you get to, to live a dream. And, yeah, that's really awesome. Uh, Got to ask you about your high school career. Uh, what years did you wrestle for Lockport? I wrestled for Lockport uh, 2007 to 2010. Prior to that, I was at Kenmore East High School for a couple of years. Okay. And then I finished. I went to NCCC for half a semester, and then I went to the University at Buffalo and finished out my 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 schooling. I only wrestled for their club team for a year and a half. Okay. So I got pulled into coaching. Highlight of your uh, your your high school career? Mm, I'd have to say it's the Thousand Islands tournament, favorite tournament. Oh, such jo- a good time! Joining with you know Niagara Falls and and at sometimes Depew and all those guys, you know, making new friends and everything, creating that bond between really the NFL. Oh, without a doubt. Um, I actually my yeah I we did that as well when I was in high school. I think it was two thousand six. 2007 um it was that 2007 year okay and uh yep me coach under izzy martinez we went up with uh coach scaps and and a few your guys sean reynolds and uh a few a few other ones and uh it was a good time just like great bonding time uh without a doubt and man, like that's the stuff that i i absolutely love sometimes the matches and and they don't you don't remember them all the way, but it's like the the bonds and stuff, the the stuff you did offside the mat, um, that really sticks with you, and uh, through all the years. So I've always liked Lockport's team. Um, I don't know how Coach Gaps feels about me, but I've always really really liked him, uh, respected him as a coach. Thought he was just a just a cool dude, and uh, yeah, I I I gotta I gotta admit uh, I've always wanted to snag a Lockport wrestling singlet you guys have always had like the well they've, they've always had the some of the best uh singlets that i've ever seen but um all right very good very good so as we uh tend to do all the time want to run through some results really quick we got a couple weeks of results i know last week uh we rec- we recorded on saturday uh because i had a lot of stuff going on um, but as we said at the top of the show, I wanted to give a shout-out to William McDougall, who was the lone Section 6 representative in Albany at the All-Star Duel, and uh, who went 1-1 one and one on the day. Uh, let's see here. We got some. I oh, also wanted to wish uh, good luck to, 
Alex Smythe of University of Buffalo. Uh, he is at uh, what's the name? what's the name of the tournament? I'm sure. The University 23 World Championships. University 23 World Championships. So there you go. Best of luck to him. He's going to be there all week long. Um, so, yeah, let's go back to last weekend, November 2nd and 3rd. We had NCCC at the Muskegon Duels, and they don't have individual, uh, you know, match results, but uh, as far as, you know, weight class and stuff, but... Um, Entrip defeated Juliet Junior College uh, 33-18 and fell to Muskegon Community College 26-25. It's a really close one. Uh, going into Sunday, the Ben McMullen Open also at Muskegon College. Freddie Eccles uh, takes first at 141. Uh, Greg Quinn at 125 takes second. Michael Phelps, not to be confused with the swimmer, takes second at 157. Let's see who else we got here. C.J. Walls at 133, third place. Anthony Bell, 157, third place. Uh, Matt Janot, uh, Will South, yep. Will South alumni, right. uh, fourth at 125. Cottrell Jackson, uh, fourth at 149. And it looks to be it for all the place finishers at the Muskegon Open. Um, they also had a dual match this past week. I believe they wrestled Mercyhurst. Let me get those results up. Yes. Uh, NCCC fell to Mercyhurst Northeast 19-24. to uh, They don't have individual match results. On that one. Also, down south, JCC uh, losing 21 to 34 to Theo College. Um, JCC gets wins from Paul Manning at 125, Lennon Black at 133, Daniel Torres at 174. I think uh, that's Falconer, right? That's right. Yeah. Falconer, okay. Uh, Cameron Page, 184. And those were their wins on the. On that note, so um, and you got some UB stuff. Yeah, I just uh, got updated that UB had went undefeated on the on the year. Well, not the year. At the Bucknell duels, they beat Cleveland State, uh, VMI, and Bucknell to close out their their day. Okay, not bad at all. So UB looking good there. Um, so that's pretty much your results for the week. Um. So yeah, how was it? First week of practice this week. Um, in conclusion, so uh, tell me, tell us about your first week, uh, Dave over at Canisius. Uh, first week has been going really great. Um, about about twenty eight kids steadily in the room. Oh, that's good. Um, we'll be getting a lot, quite a few more with football just ending this weekend. Um, but so far so good. Every kid is working one hundred percent, giving everything they got, asking questions, learning. They want to get better, which is great. And right now, I got a good staff together, so they're everything's kind of meshing smooth, going smoothly. So, no headaches, no nothing. Good to good. Who are your uh, assistant coach? I have uh, Reese Mariocker, um, who is a former Iroquois chief. Okay. Um, and John Baldwin, who um, wrestled at Canisius, I believe, in the '80s. Oh wow. 
So. And then I also have a volunteer assistant, uh, Mitchell Seaver, formerly of Lockport. Oh, and, good, good, good. And Stephen Kapuscinski, formerly of Lockport as well. So you got a good staff there. That's good stuff. Um, yeah, that's that's an important step is, is having that staff and having those numbers, you know, to compete with everyone else. And uh, Monsignor Martin, athletic, is that what, what it is? Yes. Okay. All right. That's correct. Um, so good. It. What's what's the most important thing for you to get established in the first week, maybe first two weeks of the season? Uh, really, first first and foremost is fundamentals and basics. Everybody goes a little too quickly, I believe. Um, so I've decided to kind of slow it down and hit on everything that's really the basics, and and then go forward from there. You know, don't rush things. Take our time. Make sure everybody's got it. So that way, during Mid-season, I don't say do something, and they have not a clue what I'm, a, I'm talking about, unfortunately. That, well, that's, that's super important. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of teams stray from the basics sometimes too early. You're completely right because you look at these matches at the college level, and, and guys are that, – that's that's it. That's the difference between winning and losing is the fundamentals and the basics. And it's so important, often overlooked. I, I've been in some practice rooms. I won't name any names, uh, but it's like their kids can't shoot a shot and they're practicing like funk and, and just all this stuff. Like it's, it just doesn't make any sense. I agree. I mean, look at a, a guy like Lathel Seuss. He won a, obviously he was state champ for you and yeah. Coach Hoover and Edwards. He wasn't fancy. He, no. He grinded every match. He did what needed to be done and he was all fundamentals and basics. Uh, oh, essentially, and that's the best way to do it at heavyweight. <laughs> One of my favorite, the funniest things I see at heavyweight sometimes too much is is guys trying to be fancy, and that's just it. Usually, doesn't end up. If you try to be fancy at heavyweight, nine times out of ten, that's like a fifty-fifty thing, and and sometimes they end up hurting themselves uh, down the road. I agree. But um, yeah, I think. Like, first week is, like, I think conditioning, personally, was always one of my favorite things to, as far as a coach to really get under. Because it, it really, uh, like, the, for the new kids, you'd always see, you always see how much, like, heart they have and if, if they really have a passion for it. And those first two weeks, man, guys, they absolutely drop off like flies, uh, some of them. But, you know, I, I, always, uh, I always appreciate the conditioning. Like, Coach Izzy just beat the piss out of us for the first two weeks and I mean throughout the season, but the first two weeks were always the toughest. It's cause and, he still thinks he's in uh cross country season. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Uh, conditioning yep. wise though, has been very well with coach Baldwin, who is a very, he's a, he's a big cardio guy. So he takes care of a lot of the workouts on that aspect. Good. What kind of like, uh, as far as your facilities go, what, what can you use there? What, what uh, really we have free grain to everything. I mean, our, what the weight room is right next to our wrestling room. Okay. Um, if the gym is empty, we can go do sprints, use the, really the whole field house. Right. That's good. Uh, yeah. Access to stairs, bleachers, any of that, any of that oh, yeah. fun stuff. We've got, I mean, there's, Canisius is the, all their athletic facilities besides the the basketball gym is in the basement. So okay, it's also inside of an old mansion. I, I did. <laughs> I don't. I don't miss the shotguns, but I miss being in shape enough to do like shotguns upstairs and and stuff like that. Um, 
there any have there been any significant rule changes at all this year? Um, I mean there have. I mean they're gonna they're gonna hit stalling a little little better than they have been in years past. Um, the out of bounds rule as well is kind of going leaning towards college, college, which is, which is awesome. No, it's it's smart. No, no more judgment call. It's more. It's a little right on the nose. So good, good, good. Yeah, I was seeing. Um, I was reading a little bit of the article Matt O'Rourke posted on the arm on Arm Dragon. There's some, you know, some different rules and stuff. I not like anything like major. I think the with the out of bounds. I think going towards college style. I think it's very important. Um, but let's talk about Catholic uh, the Catholic schools and. And what now? We'll focus the rest of the episode towards that. Uh, who are some of the top teams in in Catholic schools as of right now, nationally, or not nationally? Excuse me, uh, in New York State. Uh, right now, at least in our league, St. Francis and St. Joe's are the top. You know, you're trying to chase them. St. Mary's in Lancaster is they're on the rise. Seeing them throughout years. Yes, I heard uh, St. Mary's. It's one of their biggest years as far as uh, you know kids coming out for the team which is that's awesome for that program it's a great step in the right direction yeah i mean it's it's great that they can feel the full team and you know be competitive with everybody else so which is it's it's amazing that's good um i mean uh, down state wise teams teams to look for are st anthony's um i believe kellenberg memorial if I'm not mistaken, um, I mean, everybody chases St. Anthony's. Yeah. Down yeah, they're in, really good at recruiting. Long Island, right? Yeah, they're they're very good. Very, very good. They've got – I mean, they could probably field two teams and do very well with both teams. So That's, incre- that's crazy. But uh, – oh, yeah, that's right, because you, you guys obviously are a private school. Have you had to do any recruiting yet? Uh, Not – not really. Um, I've just been letting the kids come come to us. Yeah. Um, I'm not really big on recruiting. If they come to us, they come to us. But I don't like trying to poach other guy, other teams' kids That's unless f- unless they you know they reach out to their their coaches and and let them know that they're potentially looking. Right. Right. Uh, a, I I believe it's like a gentleman's agreement that. You don't go out and recruit somebody else's kids. Yeah. No, I, I think everyone's been really, really good about that so far, too. So, uh, And let's all look at your season. Let's all look at your season. When, when is your um, when is your guys' first uh, dual match tournament? Um, first tournament is December 1st. We are at the Holly Kendall Duels, um, which is at Holly High School, for a team tournament. Um bunch of section five teams so get some good competition our first official duel is against east aurora at canisius high school on december 4th okay so that that should be a pretty good one um they're always 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 scrappy and they got some pretty good young kids coming up uh along with johnny putney who is a former sectional champ yeah he's he's really talented i i watched his uh finals match last year and uh, very very impressed with Putney. That no, it's at East Aurora. It, it's is it a merge team? I forget. Yeah, I believe it's East Aurora Holland. Uh, East Aurora Holland. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, how about after that? After that, we go. Um, 
We wrestle Gao in our league. Um, then we go to Batavia Christmas tournament, which we'll see Lewiston Porter, Lockport. Oh, Luport's going there this year? Yeah. Oh, good. I've always liked uh, Batavia. We went there with Niagara Falls a couple years ago. And it's really cool because it's almost like uh, like Spencerport light. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they you get a little round robin, um, and they like you have a pool, and then they do crossovers like top two at the end. And I thought it was a really unique way to uh, do that. Really good competition out there too. Um, some decent, you know, really good section five teams that show up, and and so that's that's good. Um, after that, we wrestled uh, St. Mary's who will give us a very, very good match. I'm looking forward to that one as well. Um, then we go to, actually, the Niagara Falls JV tournament. So get an, I think that is changing from an individual to a team tournament um, this year. So oh, wow. Kids will get a couple more matches instead of going 0-2 if they do. Good. Um, and then, I mean, right right before January 1st, we go to Spencerport. So the big – it's uh, – it's a it's a grind tournament. That's, Round robin first day, and then tournament the second day. So kids can wrestle potentially seven to eight matches the whole weekend, which is which is what we're there for. Oh, so. that's good. And you guys used to go to that. Well, you guys Lockport goes to that regularly, right? Yeah. That's okay. Right. That's good. Um, I like that. I like your your aggressive take to to the scheduling and stuff too, because I mean sometimes you don't see. You know the the Catholic schools, the at at some you know some of the bigger tournaments and and stuff like that. And I like that. Uh, you know, sometimes not you know not all the time. I know Entrip is a is a frequent one for a lot of teams, but um, I, I I like that you're taking a aggressive approach, getting getting the absolute best competition uh, for your guys, without a doubt. Yeah, we're starting small, and then we're we're going to gain some traction towards the end of the season. So. So our guys are ready towards the end of the year, right? So good, good, good. After after we come back from the the new year, we wrestle right out the gate. St. Francis, the defending cha- league champions, so um, they are they're going to be very tough to beat. They've got some talented kids between the the Thomas brothers and yeah, was it Dominic or Dominic won won uh. Yeah, it was. Uh, he it was won dominant. the state championship. Yeah, their their state championship went on to the uh, federation championships. So, and yeah, they got some studs. His old, or I wouldn't say older brother, his other brother who's a little bit bigger is very good as well. Logan, Nolan. Is it Logan or Nolan? Nolan. Nolan. Okay, Logan. I don't know why that name just came to my head. I apologize, Nolan. <laughs> but I mean, St. Francis right now, I believe, is the team to beat in our league. Um, and, and then along with St. Joe's who year in and year out puts out a, a boatload of kids and they have a tremendous lineup as well. So, I mean, we've got to be ready both days when we compete against them. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to those matches for sure. Yeah. No, that's good. And they're both, they're both at Canisius high school. So any Canisius fans out there, come on, stop on by and. Support. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, we what also, else after that? We we go to uh, the officials tournament this year as well. Last year, I believe they couldn't go um, due to snow. Okay. Due to the snow out. Um, so hopefully. That's a that's a nice always a nice test. That yeah, trip is like for sure. 
I just love the environment and trip tournament, and I think it's it's good. You know, another we need. You know, I feel like every Western New York team should should be there. I mean, personally, I I I mean, I know I'm not a coach or a wrestler anymore, but I think and uh, trip is like I'm not gonna say like a super sectional, but it's like the best of D one, the best of D two. Um, and Monsignor Martin, they're all yep. there as well. Because St. Francis, I know, regularly goes there. Uh, St. Joe's. St. Joe's, I, I believe. St. Mary's, I believe. Mary's I've seen there a few times, the yes. So. And with the addition of teams like Wyoming Seminary, who is, I believe, oh, top, disgusting. top three in the country. Um, and then you got Athens, Pennsylvania, who is always produces top-notch kids. Um, I'm not sure what their rankings are in Pennsylvania, but then you got Grove City, who's always tough. Um, and then sometimes there's those, those out of, out of state teams, uh, a couple of years ago from, uh, I believe North Carolina was there. Yes. I remember that. Um, and I believe I heard that there might be a team from West Virginia. I'm not sure who or what the team's called, but I heard just rumors. Rumors going around. Yeah. You know, coach K has always done a really good job and I, I know he, he still has his hands pretty much on that tournament. And uh, now we have Maudi, um, who does a really good job running that tournament. You know, they get the help from Kristen and and just the the entire NCCC wrestling staff. Uh, and they do such a good job in, in, in bringing in more talent. Because I, I, back in the day when I was in high school, Stoa and Entrip were the the biggest as far as teams tournaments that we went to. I mean, we went to Webster too, and there's a decent amount, but. But Stoa and Entrip have always been the two biggest, and I, th- I think Stoa has kind of fallen off a little bit. Maybe maybe they've gotten bigger in recent years. Um, honestly, I, I haven't really heard much on Stoa this year at all. So okay, I know that was a a tournament that Kanisha said uh, have gone to in the past, but I have not heard anything. Because when I did it, when I used to go, they held it at. Um, the Jamestown Ice Arena. No, 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 no. They had it at Fredonia when I went. Oh, that's oh, okay. That's even that's two thousand four ish. No, that's uh, two thousand seven was the last. No, yeah, two thousand seven Christmas time was the last time we went to that one, um, and that was at Fredonia State. And they eventually that's the next one next year they moved it to that uh, Jamestown oh, Ice, Ice Complex. Uh, we did not go to to that one that year. I forgot what the reasoning was, but. I mean that it was a that was a nice one, you know. That was a nice ball. You get your PA kids, you get your Section Five kids, and and, and that. But yeah, and Triple C has it's still one of the best tournaments to go to um, in our area. Still, like it's it's really good to test yourself against these the rest of these Section Six kids who who you may not you know see for the rest of the year. Yeah, with without a doubt, you know your D one and D two eventual representatives, there's a good chance that they'll be there and they're they're going to meet, and it might not ever happen again for the rest of the season. So, yeah, hats off to uh, everyone who who hustles at for the N-Trip tournament, the NFWOA, uh, because it is one of the finest-run tournaments in our area, and obviously it's been going on forever. Just super, super prestigious. So what do you got after that, my friend? After that, we go to the Lockport tournament. Um, go back to my roots. So, I, I do got to say, I've always liked the Lockport tournament, even though um, as a wrestler, we only went our JV team only went my freshman year. 
I always thought it was like the like the coolest thing, and it was like the the N Triple C Fallout. You know what I mean? You get some uh, you get some like rematch, like really good rematches there from the finals and semifinals, and and uh, always been really good. To, you know, well done. They have the space for it, and it seems like it's getting better. I know a couple years ago, Scaps recruited that uh, oh, what, that Bully from Fairport. Fairport, that's right, and him and Leith. Had a, I mean, I'm not gonna say amazing, but it was it was a really good, close, tight knit match, and uh, I think that match actually helped Lath know where he wanted to be I as agree. far as far for the rest of the year. So I mean, it was really cool that you know he got all those teams in. I think he brought in, I think he brought in Hilton, um, Spencerport usually goes. Spencerport, um, I believe Rush Henrietta has gone in the past. Yes. Um, And I believe I think Webster has gone in, in years past too as well, and Pittsburgh has gone a couple years ago. Um, so, Coach Capaletti does a great job of getting outside talent and outside schools yeah. to come in, and it's it's great for for Western New York. Um, I like I mean I'd like to see kind of the NO teams come back, but unfortunately their league their league uh, their league championship. Is that same weekend they moved it to? Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. So you, you lose that the no teams. So Newfane, Akron, Barker Dinah, Roy Hart, Barker all Roy them. Yeah. Guys. So, I mean Wilson, I mean, who's starting to emerge as well. Yeah, Wilson's you know. got, usually got some. The past few years they've got some great numbers, so which is great for them. So they're doing a good job up there. Good, 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 good. All right. And actually, we. We kind of end our home stretch at at Canisius against Wilson. So oh, do you really? Yeah, okay. For senior night too. So. Good. That's good. Um, is that is that your first non-league duel too, or? Uh, no, I'm my the... first non-league duel is against East Aurora. Oh, that's right. My apologies. You did um, say that. And then after that, we we wrestled Niagara Falls. So oh, good. I know Coach Giancola does a, a great job with his guys. He yeah, I'm interested in. He's excited. He speaks very highly of you too. Just I don't know if you know this, but he speaks very highly of you. Um, always res- you know respected you and just all the extra work you put in. Because um, because I know you do travel with the kids too, which is which is super important and that goes a long way. And you know coaches coaches know that they can trust you with their kids. I know you went down to Virginia Beach. Yeah, I uh, took a uh, all Western New York team with an addition of a Section Five kid as well down to uh, Virginia Beach a couple years ago. Um, we had some – now we – I mean, the kids that were younger now are seniors or have graduated last year. We had some very good talent on that team. Yeah. Um, fortunately, we didn't get the results that we wanted to. We went – I believe we went 4-3 and three or 3-4. Three and four. Um, Our first pool was a meat grinder. Um, I know, like – the one, the one memory I, re- I remember is Palmer Archie took down Tariq Wilson of NC State, and then after that it kind of went south. From oh, there, so. poor Palmer! I love but, Lisa Palmer. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree, but I mean that was that was one of my my favorite times because Palmer like looked like he saw a ghost after he got the takedown, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden the kid gets up and oh. kind of starts to pour it on. Oh, but poor Palmer. No, he's a good boy. Um, he's great. He's he's so good. I want to get him on the show eventually too. I do a lot of photography and stuff with him. He's always like asking me for advice. He's such a good kid. So I've been trying to get him to volunteer with me for 
couple years now. He so. mentioned that. He mentioned that. I'm like, Dude. I will. I will get him one year. So. <laughs> Oh, I heard you were uh, trying to recruit Max too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is for sure. I I mean, I think highly of Max. Me and Max mesh pretty well. So yeah. Um, I you guys are around the same age, right? Too. Yeah. I think it's it's relatively close. I'm a little bit older than him, but you know, I've just been around him for a while, coaching with uh, with Plots over at uh, the Powercats with, and also with uh, Coach Sweeney. So um, all of us up there when I could get up there, unfortunately. But now I have a little more time on my hands, so good. Get up there more with those guys. Good, good, good. Yeah, start bringing your Canisius boys there too. Yeah, with power well, cats and. Well, the unfortunate thing is, a lot of my guys. I mean, they're spread out all throughout Western New York. I got kids from. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Franklinville. Yeah. I got yeah. kids from Lewis and Porter, so I, you know, happy medium, unfortunately. Right. So I got kids going through to the new Bison Wrestling Club. I believe it's in Depew or Lancaster area, and then. Hopefully, some guys going up to the Power Cats. Good. Well, as long as they're doing something, you know that's that's all that matters. Yeah, I'm very big on the off season. You don't got to compete too much. Just get a practice and learn some new things, meet some new friends, create a new bond. Yeah. When we're done with your list, I did want to ask you some stuff about uh, off season. You know what your philosophies are with it. So. Okay. Um, I mean, after Niagara Falls, we wrestle. Uh, the merge team of West Seneca East and West. Oh, they merged. Yeah, they merged. Um, I don't know the full story with the whole West Seneca East program, but I mean, just you know, people talking that the admissions kind of, or the the school kind of dropped the ball on finding them a coach. Oh. Unfortunately, so it seemed it seemed like it was put on some people that really shouldn't have been. Um, but I hope that after this year they can kind of separate because I hate seeing programs combined and then never go back, just like the East and West. Yeah, situation. I know. Yes, I, I completely agree. And I think Williamsville has some, some weird stuff going on too with a merge team. Yeah, Williamsville North and Williamsville East are combined. Um, but in years past, at least since like 2012, 2013, Williamsville East has had very, very low numbers. So, Which, which is unfortunate. Yeah, that's another thing I want to discuss with you too about – just strategy, because I think one of the biggest issues in our area now is filling teams. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, I mean, I wish there was another way aside from merger, merging, you know, whole teams to do that, but I I don't know. I don't know. After that, we finished our year at the Lions Den at Lockport um, on their senior night, so get to go back, hopefully uh, come out of – out of there with a win against my former team. <laughs> Sorry, Coach Morello. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um, so that's your last duel of the season. That's my last duel of the season. Um, pending, uh, we're pending one more duel. Hopefully, we can make it work out. So, fill our full full schedule, and you know, get these kids some great matches before we finish off our our league, our league, and then the top five go on to the Catholic State. So, okay, just it's. It's amazing. It keeps kids interested in finishing the year. Yeah. Where do they hold uh, Catholic States at? Uh, this year they are, I believe, at Monsignor Farrell High School. Okay. Or I or Holy Trinity, one of the two. I believe one is hosting the duels, the state duels, and then the other one's hosting this, the championship. So. Oh, you guys are getting a Catholic State duels team yeah, too? Or? Yeah. There's, uh, they've been doing that, at, I believe, actually longer than the – Oh, the sectionals have been doing. Or really, the sections have been doing it. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's just a, 
it's not not I, too crazy. I love. I still love that idea though of just getting more kids wrestling and more teams. You know what I mean? Some kids who individually may not have a, you know, they they may not have the ability or experience or whatever to advance on those big those big, uh, you know, the big the big team tournaments and the, the fact that they get to or the big individual tournaments, but the fact that they get to do it with a team with friends and I think it's very important for for wrestling too around here to grow. I really do. I agree. I mean, I I love it. I love that the whole aspect of the team duels. Unfortunately, when I was at Lockport, it hasn't gone our way. The first year we lost to Niagara Weefield in the finals. And then last year, I believe we took top six, top eight. Right. Um, very, last year was kind of a, a young program for Lockport. Um, you know they they're rebuilding right now. Yeah, Morell is trying to get. I would imagine his own coaching style yeah. and stuff. Really, his system, so to speak. As with that, you know, when any coach coaching change happens, uh, you know, in place, same thing happened with you know Coach Giancola to Izzy, just completely like night and day. But they both worked. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. Lockport's gonna be a okay. Yeah, they'll I, be they'll be fine in the future. Um, they've got a great great support staff and everything. Um, with Coach Seidel, who was the former head coach at Lockport before Coach Scapoletti is still around helping out. And then now, uh, in his second year, Coach Scapoletti is actually running the modified program at Lockport. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's amazing for, for them. He he had the um, – you know, he coached my nephew last year. Uh, my nephew had a blast. It kept him interested, um, so which is great. And a lot of kids are, are interested. And he keeps it fun at at the modified level for them guys, which is important. You get you can't whoop on them too much and I agree. burn them I out. Agree. So, no, oh, that's great. I'm I'm happy. This, this is oh, that's so cool. I knew he was stepping down from from the head, you know, from the varsity program and whatnot. But yeah, I I thought he was gonna like kind of whoa, no wrestling, but still stay involved. I know he's... I think that was the plan, um, but... <laughs> he no, caught that bug yeah, like Coach Fire? No. <laughs> knowing him, he, he probably caught the bug and realized, I mean, Modified is not a grueling season like the high school is. No, high it's school level. like... It's, it's I, a I, few matches. I believe Modified in the NFL is only six weeks, so... Yeah. Um, it's great. Yeah, they're done by Christmas, too, so... Yeah, yeah. It's great for them guys, you know. They can... They get to enjoy holiday time with their families, and I mean, really, family's the most important thing. Oh, without a doubt. So completely agree. Um, yeah, Coach Scaps has done a lot for our section. I know he was, he was or in charge of like the coaches' association, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe he still is. He still is. I believe he he's he still is. He's always around somewhere. He yeah. also uh, last year or last week, Max said. You know about the uh, Nickel City duels. Yes, um, yes. Him and Coach Chase and all those guys—they do—they do a fine job with that tournament. That—that's like another fun one. That, that Nickel City one. That's like to me, going to that was it reminded me of like Thousand Island duels. Like it's—I'm not gonna say it's super casual, but dudes are in their <laughs> the shorts, tank tops, sandals, coaching, and then the kids are just out there out in the sun, dude. Like that yeah. doesn't get any cooler than that. No, it, it's nice down there that. That whole that whole facility. Then now they've got the rock. They're the um, the ropes and stuff that the kids can to not kid can use and all that. So yeah. it's, it's starting to bloom down there. I'm looking forward to Good. year three. Um, I'll be bringing my my own team Good. this year. Um, usually I just spread my guys out everywhere, or I just join with Lockport. Um, 
I was kind of with Lockport at that time and with my Canisius guys separated on other teams. So it was, it was a great time. No, oh, it's, it's always good. I helped out that it was right after, uh, late senior year with, uh, Luport. I, I, there was the inaugural one. I went to that and I, I just seen it. The environment was so fun and, but unfortunately it's where I broke the news to coach Hoover that I cannot coach anymore. Life. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Somehow, oh, so upsetting. Somehow I make it work too. So you do a good job. I know you got a. How's your uh, baby boy doing? He's doing great. Yeah. Um, he's not walking, so. Oh Jesus. It's, uh, <laughs> that's an eye opener. You gotta you gotta put everything up. You gotta hide everything. So. Now well, he's walking. I start teaching him to wrestle. Duck walk. That's that's the next step. That's the next step. Me and my. Uh, I don't care if you talk. I just want you to wrestle next. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, me and uh. Me and my future brother-in-law are um, are trying to kind of put a mat in his basement. He's got two boys as well. Oh, he, good. He wrestled for Star Point. So okay. He, uh, we're trying to do that and then get the boys all interested. I mean, they all. I mean, he's got a two-year-old, and I believe he's seven or eight months now. So the two-year-old is full of energy. So yeah, we just need to figure out some way to help him sleep champion. sleep at yeah. night. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So yeah, you gotta. I can't believe the season's like coming up quick. You, you know, it's almost wrestling season when it's dark out by five o'clock. I that's, agree. That's for sure. Or the or the first snow falls, and that and then that's the best time of the year. <laughs> it me. is. It, it, I just I just love I love the feel of wrestling season. You know, the the smell of the mats and just the the over just the change really the change in the seasons again already. Um, it's such a good time. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about like off season and stuff and strategy. I had a nice uh, discussion with Max last week about about some important things, and and I wanted to know what your what your philosophy is for keeping kids, uh, you know, active or with or uh, you know just just involved. You know, is you know what's too much for you? What's not enough as far as kids doing off season wrestling? Um, I believe too much is just every day, day in and day out tournament, cutting weight, just constantly practicing. Um, that being said, I love wrestling to death, so I love practicing. I love doing all that stuff. I love I love every weekend competing and watching these guys compete and grow as athletes. But it it's there's a fine line. You could start to see kids start to get burned out even in the summertime. Um, so I, I like to kind of spread out the off-season as much as I can. Obviously, once school ends, it's back-to-back-to-back. To back to back yeah. It's kind of hard when you want to go to those tournaments for your guys. Um, but, I mean, like at Canisius, we, for this off-season, we, we practice once or twice a week, um, one in the wrestling room, and then the second one we would we would do something fun. Well. I wouldn't say a workout is fun, but we would work out somewhere else. We would run Delaware Park. We would. That's cool. We would do you know mental challenges where the kids jump in the water. They hold the weights, try to walk along the bottom of the pool, build mental toughness. Um, they worked out, uh, you know, and they they got to have fun, you know. And then we do we do like kind of like a little Olympics during the summertime where each kid was on a team. You know, we play dodgeball, kickball, and you know the winning. You team. gotta, yeah, you gotta keep things fresh. Keep I, thing, yeah, I agree. So that's good. Yeah, Coach G always did really good with that. Um, Coach Martinez did it uh, back in the day because Niagara Falls. It was probably, oh geez, it was probably my freshman year actually. No, eighth, 
eighth grade, eighth grade going into ninth grade, that they started a summer school uh, camp, and they did, uh, you know, they added the wrestling portion, and, and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, it's like, you know, I still want to enjoy my summer, obviously, but I still want to work hard uh, to wrestle, and, you know, it's, it's just the balance of fun, fun, and fun and learning, and uh, which is really good. You know, you, you get to work on those fundamentals where where some kids just come for the summer camp just to just to do it, um, but for the veteran guys, just to be able to work on the basics. Yeah, yeah the, the basics, or even if you want, like sometimes Izzy would be like, you know, God, you guys, you, you guys know what you're doing. You want to go try some stuff, go try some stuff, and and he did a nice job of that. And we always had, we always had the sport, you know, the, or the dodgeball and the, the various games and, and whatnot. So I think it's important to do that. Coach G does a great job of it with his summer camp. Yeah, he does. He does a great job over up there and up in Niagara Falls. So, yeah, um, trying to kind of emulate what some of the stuff he does. So, like we had a our first wrestling camp this summer. We had an Olympian, Andy Saris, come in. He's a, a Greco Olympian. Um, he coached at Sacred Heart University before stepping down. Right. Um. So that was that was a, that was huge for our kids. So, I mean, that was by far the best thing they've done all summer. So. It gives them a break. Those football guys that that go year round, it gives them a break. Um, you know, even the soccer guys that start up usually once school ends, they start getting ready for their fall sports. So, it was a great great time. Yeah, summertime, and they got to enjoy, hang out with their friends, their teammates, meet new kids. Um, and this year, it was just going to be all Canisius or potential seventh and eighth grade uh, student athletes coming there. Um, but we opened it up this year to all of us from New York. We had some some pretty good kids in there. Um, Johnny Putney, I know, was there, so we had a, we had a, actually a huge contingent of East Aurora kids. So good. So yeah, that's probably where your dual match stemmed from. Just that a little bit of a bond from that. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've you know had had conversations with a lot of their guys. They're they're some very very good kids, and you know, just like, I mean, wrestling alone, you know, there's never as much as people say there's a bad guy. There's never a bad guy. All the all the kids are great in wrestling. So. Yeah, that's that's hundred percent true. Um, all right, about to close the show in a little bit. Is there any like closing statements, like an outlook or a message, you know, for for the wrestlers, for just whatever that you want to leave us with? Um, the thing I have to say to wrestlers: keep working hard. Uh, focus on academics first and foremost, um, and you know, try not to cut too much weight. Make yourself happy. Happy and healthy. I've seen time and time again where kids get sick or or whatnot, especially at the scales. I mean, it's it's scary seeing some of those kids like that. Um, try to try to get healthy. Cut your weight right. See a dietitian. See somebody that knows kind of what they're doing on that aspect, and then just have fun. Don't stress. Have some fun, you know, and then learn, learn, learn. Make sure you keep learning. Yeah, I yeah I completely second that. You know, losses, kids, uh, kids take losses very hard, and yeah, I take them as a learning lesson. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's tough losing, but I mean, somebody's got to lose regardless. So, yeah. Um, yeah. just gotta you gotta take like a grain of salt and bounce back. Especially talking to some some college level coaches, they sometimes obviously they want that that number one stud, but they want to see if how they bounce back if they lose. So 
that was you know that was something I got I got to bring up too that was interesting when I when I wrestled for N Trip, uh, Coach Canoodle, uh legendary as we all know, one of his things was I don't care whether if you went if you really win or lose throughout the regular season it's what happens once it times once it's time to go to regionals and nationals or I think that's important and uh, I was like really you know that's and then I thought about it and I'm like well. He's not wrong. Everything else kind of doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, the dual matches matter and, and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're looking at the individual aspect, I think, yeah, regionals, nationals, that stuff is important too. And uh, and case in point, uh, way before my time, Jihad Ali, uh, years ago, and it was actually at uh, sectionals, or was it a class tournament at Niagara Falls High School? He was... Uh, he, he might have been a freshman, maybe eighth grade, but he had, did not have a right, good regular season at all. And he actually ended up winning the class tournament. And he might have won sectionals that year, I think. But he was like a, you know what I mean? He was just kind of like that. He learned a lot um, and surprised a lot of people. And I think that's uh, that's a really cool thing. And uh, kids, yeah, just to really remember that. And uh, I actually did, did want to ask you one thing before we close the show. What is the most important lesson that you took from your time with Coach Scapoletti? <laughs> Put you right on the spot. <laughs> most important lesson? Um, off the top of my head, I really can't think of I mean, I have a quote that that he said a lot. Share it. Um, I don't know if he wants me to share it. but it, Oh, okay. It, but, it, I mean, it's nothing bad. It's, it, sometimes we had – our guys would have hiccups. Yeah, in the match, and his favorite his favorite line was, "I think I just threw up in my mouth." <laughs> and every every time I see him, I always I sometimes have to say that to him. Um, you know, even in like a in a heated match, you kind of like breaks breaking break the, the ice. ice yeah. yeah. So, um, but I mean, he's Coach Gapletti has taught me a lot. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today without him. Uh, Coach Seidel, Coach Murray. Who is uh, who had to step down a couple of years ago due to being an administrator? So, okay. um, Coach Seidel, who who retired, um, not from teaching but from coaching. Um, he still volunteers. He's he's always got to get his hand somewhere in in all the sports he does, which is it's phenomenal that he's still he's still doing what he does. <laughs> Early morning, everything. So, Good. Um, without those guys, I wouldn't be where I am. And then, you know, obviously Coach Morello, past few years, you know, he's he's become one of my better friends, so. Because um, you didn't, you guys really, I mean, obviously he's a Lockport alum, but did you guys really know each other that much before he took over? Uh, here and there, um, before he took over, so. Um, just in passing. And then when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, I was still into the Lockport Hall of Fame. I was still a student athlete there, so. Okay. Um, you know, learning from him, wrestling with him, so, when I was younger, and then. Now that he's coaching there, and then as of last year, and then now I'm, you know, at Kenesha. So, it's, I mean, it's a great – I mean, they, they're a great group of guys up north. Um, hopefully, I wish them the best best success up there. So, um, except January, thir- January 30th. <laughs> there it goes. The battle lines have been drawn. So, All know. right. Very, very good. Everybody, uh, just want to say thank you, Coach Wilcox, uh, for coming on the show. This was uh this was a treat, 
And I know there's other people who have expressed interest, and you and Max, you guys are trendsetters. Uh, so this is awesome. So, yes, thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, and best of luck to you on the season. I appreciate it. Thank you. Out of doubt. Um, very good, guys. Next week, I don't know how many results I'm going to have. Uh, I am very fortunate as I am going to Indianapolis to go support my Colts for the very first time in my life. I've been a fan since 1998, and uh, I'm finally going to catch a football game and go see the city of Indianapolis. So I will have an episode. Uh, I just don't know how many results, uh, but I know there's not a lot going on in high school yet. Uh Probably a few, right? Few weeks away from few, few competition. Weeks away. Usually the weekend after Thanksgiving, so a couple more weeks, so. and then you'll get some some results. Very good. At least varsity wise, will be probably December first before Thanksgiving. Okay, rolling. perfect. Then I have my work cut out for me. But uh, until then, pretty laxy Daisel, Daisy, however the heck uh, the phrase goes. But uh, just wanted to say uh, thank you to all our listeners. I've gotten you know just the emails and the support. It's been just so nice and motivating. Um, I didn't know how people would take to this when I decided to take it on, and it's just been such a just such a treat, and you know worth worth the hour, hour and a half, however I spent much time I spend recording or, or planning episodes. So uh, I think I think this is great. I mean, especially for our area, Western New York, and in Section Six, this is this is beyond great. You know, give our guys some. Some recognition around Western New York. Thank you. You know, I'm, it's it's my pleasure. You know, the the guys at the network I'm with, uh, BICBP Radio Network, they they've been so good. And you know, it, it started with it started with one show for me doing it, and it's you know I have a a video game one, a push start podcast, and I have a football one, the two point conversation. Then it grew to. Uh, a comic book one, the panel discussion. And I'm part of a pro wrestling one called Harley Kayfabe. And you know, I was like, you know what? You know, all those are fun and, and whatnot, but I think the most important one that I could ever do is is one on Section 6 wrestling. I, I really do. And uh, it's good. You know what? Matter Work does a good job of covering it and uh, uh, the sport in our area. And I would like to emulate that in any way, shape, or form. So I think podcasting is 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 pretty unique and I I agree. Ever since uh, Matt O'Rourke came around, you know our our recognition in Western New York throughout the papers and in the news and such has been tremendously better. So yeah, thank you, Matt. Yes, thank you, Matt O'Rourke, for paving the way for for guys like me uh, to be able to to be inspired uh, to do stuff like this and. Uh, Yeah, I think that's a good note to close the show on, everybody. Uh, Once again, thank you so much, and I will talk to you next week on the Section 6 WrestleCast.